Well, I'm not going to lie, I'm drunk. Uh, your SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by Havana Smoke Shop. Two locations, one in Jackson, one across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir for your premium cigars. This is Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. show is also presented by Juniker Jewelry Store. Guys, let Juniker make you look like a rock star. If you're in the market for an engagement wedding ring, Juniker will walk you through it A to Z. Juniker Jewelry Store in Madison on Highland Colony. Juniker Jewelry Store. Uh, Mississippi State, Kentucky line plummeting. Hello. Down to four. Down to four. There's a lot of money moving around the last 24 hours on that game. Mississippi State at Big Blue Nation, right? At Kentucky. Best road trip in the Southeastern Conference. It's not close. It's not. I, you can argue with me. I'll, I'll, I'll let you be wrong. You can go to Twitter right now. Twitter at Bowbounds. And uh, it's the best road trip in the SEC. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Great town slash city. And bourbon country, Keeneland, and the food's amazing. And those bourbon bars that have popped up are so cool. And fun. you don't even have to like bourbon to enjoy it. They're beautiful, you know, all this kind of woodwork and um, really, really well done. Everything's walkable down, downtown. Uh, you've got several hotels. You've got Rupp Arena. And if you're there, try Tony's. Tony's is amazing. I'll have to uh, have to text Kevin with Wild Turkey slash Russell's Reserve in Long Branch as to where he took us that second night, which was amazing too. Uh, but we did Tony's on the first and then another swanky little place downtown that was super cool. For those of you going, I'm jealous, uh, but I'm going to take the week off. I feel like we've been on the road a lot the last eight weeks. Oh. And... Uh, Somebody did kind of mess with me several days ago and said, just jump on the Delta flight and meet us. We've got 12 guys going. And I'm like, I don't think I can do it. And then I thought about the kickoff at 730 at night, which would put me back at the hotel at 1130. And I was thinking, holy Mary Olzab, how would I do that? We have MRA football on Friday night, uh, Mississippi State football on Saturday night. Blake, do the Saints play again? Uh, unfortunately, they do, I think. Okay, cool. Uh- um, and the then, Sunday night football, by the way, is Cowboys. I know that's not what you're talking about, but Cowboys Eagles. Well, it's the, I know it's not on the, sh- the channel, but it's the biggest game of the weekend. Let's see here. The Saints play the Bengals at home, and that'd be fun. I need to make a New Orleans road trip for sure. Uh, the Saints host oh. the Bengals. Oh, jo- that's. Joe Burrow is the mayor, yeah. the 12, governor. 12 a.m. game right there. Right? national. That's national champion, Joe Burrow. Oh. That's a great, you know, I think Saints loyalties run deeper than LSU loyalties in the state of Louisiana, so I'm assuming they're still going to cheer for the Saints and not Joe Burrow. But that's that's going to be, a, I guess, a good reunion for the, the New Orleans crowd. I think so. I think most of them will like Joe Burrow. I think that, but, but here's the difference in all that. Kids could gravitate to Burrow. Like, yeah. if you were six or eight when he made that run, and you're now 10 or whatever. You're saying you're not gravitating to the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton? No, I'm just saying <laughs> if they're, for some reason, they're not gung-ho and just kind of a Saints fan. Yeah. They yeah. could be rooting for, for Joe Burrow because he's the most decorated player 
No doubt. In the history of LSU football. Zero question. And the most exciting, like in terms of the quarterback position. What he did was simply, he, yeah. what he and Joe Brady did was simply remarkable. Yeah. And what Ed Ogeron did burning it down afterwards was also simply remarkable. Also remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. Saints, midday. So you going to go? Bengals, Saints? You have an off week? Uh, tomorrow, uh, Sunday? Yeah. And that that might not be a bad one to go to. The Bengals. If somebody gives me a club level or sweet ticket, oh, I could consider it. Okay. Is that too much to ask? Probably. Why? You know people who are in the Saints. That's true. You That's can get true. in. Mike D can get me <laughs> true, in. True Maroon says, Bo, I love you, but you sound old as hell sometimes. <laughs> why? <laughs> I think com- talking about what you like, like why you like road, your why your favorite road trip is Kentucky and and you're the way you have to consume a football game. I think he's saying you're old. You're not part of the No, it the says young I'm crowd. awesome. The, my approach works really well. Yeah. It's all uh, it's all about uh what's motivating you, right? It, yeah. I, I absolutely. Out of bounds 1059 the Zone ESPN brought to you by Dr. Kurt Jeffries and I Care Professionals. Congratulations. 20 years in business. If you need cataract surgery, Dr. Kirk Jeffries, Eye Care Professionals. Good morning. Welcome in. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, Kevin was listening. It, we went to Frank and Dino's. All right. Oh, my God. They're doing both. He's going back. All right. He's the one that took us on the trip to pick nice. out the Russell's Reserve uh, private barrel. I don't think I say that exactly right. But select private barrel. Whatever. It'll be at Briarwood Wine and Spirits in a month or so. We had a great time. Unbelievable trip in late, I think it was late July. Uh, so we went to Tony's. Tony's is amazing. It's, Calip- it's, it's Calipari's favorite place, right? It's right down from Rupp Arena in Lexington. And the next night we went to Frank and Dino's. It was they both sound awesome. Like, <clears throat> they both sound like they're run by the mob. And, you know, like... I think Calipari just... Grab some of his friends from the New Jersey, New York area when he was the New Jersey Nets head coach. They're not the New Jersey Nets anymore. They're the Brooklyn, what? Whatever. Brooklyn Nets. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and and he, he asked those guys to come and open those two restaurants. Yeah. I'm making this up, but that's kind of what it, it sounds like. It sounds like restaurants where you have to have a certain amount of grease in your hair. They don't let you in. I'll say this. Frank and Dino's, they're both Kind of swanky, but not too swanky. They've got a real cool vibe. And we did see a, you know how I always tell you, you see either former Kentucky players or assistant coaches? Yes, all we the time. We did see Cal's number one guy. Oh, uh, I can't. His, his name's like Ortega or something like that. He was with Cal forever, then took the South Florida job. And then he was back in Lexington. I don't think he's on the staff now. Maybe he's doing some consulting or in the NBA or something. But he was with the crew of what looked like other guys who were tied into Nike. Um, Cause some of those guys feel like they need to wear sweatsuits even out to like a place like Tony's, which is mind boggling to me live in the bank plus studio. We're streaming live on the zone. One Oh five, nine.com and the out of bounds radio app. Want to say good morning. Welcome in Twitter handle at bow bounds, Twitter, Twitter at bow bounds. And I want to thank y'all because the numbers continue to go up, and we really appreciate it because we put a lot of work into it. Thank you for going to Apple Podcast and searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. 
we appreciate it. Or Spotify, same deal. And and also for hitting the subscribe button. That's that's pretty awesome. And when when you can't listen to it on radio, you listen to it um, streaming on the zone1059.com or whatever. By the way, I'm a fan. I am a fan. Uh, yeah. You're getting some kickback on your uh, your game watching lifestyle now. What's the deal? They, they're calling you bougie. What? Because Tr- of- True Maroon said saying you have to the game's at seven thirty, so you can't get home at eleven thirty is why he's calling you old. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I'm, I'm totally okay with. It. See, traffic after games, I'm out. So I either have to plan it to where I leave early, which I'm really good at, or now l- last week Mississippi State Arkansas friend of mine was kind enough to invite me um, into a box, and we stayed a little bit. I don't usually stay after games at all, much less the end of the game. But but the the, the thing played out. Yeah, we we it was a beautiful afternoon. I mean, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. We sat up there, had a beverage, and watched everybody file out of the stadium. What I was happy to see is Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Mississippi State, Arkansas, the students went, committed, and stayed. Now, I'm not one yeah. that says they have to go to every game and no. stay the whole time, no. okay? But I, when, it's a, when it's a really good game and a big game and a lot on the line and a lot yeah. of fun, regardless of when it kicks off, like 11 a.m., uh, I thought it was awesome that the student section was packed and they were loud and they were active and they were rocking because they bring, without a doubt, they bring the most energy to the table. Yes. I don't understand the narrative that's gone around this state over the last few years that the student section is the problem because I always remember growing up and in college and to this point, if the game was good, the students were there. If the game was bad, i.e. a bad opponent or a good opponent, but you got blown out quickly. Right, they left. How is that any different than anyone else in the? Stu- I don't get this harping well, on NFL teams, the student section, NBA teams, and MLB te- teams operate the same way. And, and here's the only difference: you don't see NFL crowds leave quite as early because they're paying like five grand to be there. That's like, a good point. Like as a I don't student, pay that money. As a student, I'm paying like eighty dollars, one hundred and fifty dollars, two hundred dollars. Oh, the they whole, just wrap it into for your the whole fees. season. Yeah, and I have so many other options to do if this isn't entertaining to me. I've never seen. Either student section, state or Ole Miss, when the game was a big time opponent and it mattered, I don't. I, they're not empty. No, they're not. So I, I love this narrative that like the students. Oh, and let's also the give problem. them credit. How many Mississippi State and Ole Miss students come out for baseball games? Yes, even midweek games. And there's 35 home games per team. Yeah, and big SEC weekends they pack it and they get loud. So yeah, there I, you go. I'm 100 percent with you. 100 percent. Now when the hump, and now the pavilion. If you can start winning there, for me as a college, there was nothing. I went to every game I could of of the three sports. Yeah. I lived at every, I lived at football, basketball, and baseball. One, like we've talked about, either free or cheap entertainment, and I had no money in college. And two, there was was no better experience than for me to go to a couple hundred games as a college student. Right? And 100%. I mean, what's better than being with your buddies and I think for, at the game, I think for a lot of fans, and this goes back to like why the way you consume sports is different, and even I consume sports is different. It's saturation. There's so many people who, when you don't work in the, when you spend your weekday nine to five doing a, a real job, not this <laughs> that we call a job, when you do a real job all week and you don't go but to like three football games a year and three or four baseball weekends a year, 
those weekends you're willing to spend five hours. You damn right you are, and you're willing to spend five. If you hours live at the in game. Nashville, this doesn't pertain to you. Correct. Okay, if you live in Atlanta and you only get to go to three football games for Ole Miss and two weekends in the spring, you should soak it up, stay every bit of time. Yeah. If you come in from Dallas, whatever, I yeah. get it. There's even people around here. We who are spoiled. Yeah. I, I get it. All everybody listening in the Jackson Metro that can get to Starkville and Oxford in two hours and fifteen minutes or less, much less if you live in the Golden Triangle or the Oxford DeSoto County Tupelo area. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it's also the better product too, because a lot of people well, around the three this... team, the three programs have one and one big in yeah. modern times. Yeah. And we have two national championship programs in one sport. And for all of that's the, incredible. All the hee hawing about like, oh, it, it can be difficult to get into the stadium or this, that, like the stadiums have never been nicer. The experience has never been more engaging. The concessions have never, never been better. Like everything around the campuses has never been better. You've never had a better opportunity I, I to spend time. Couldn't agree more. I, mean, I keep forgetting, like I was in the club level a couple of weeks ago and walked by a beer stand. And they had a blue moon. 20 years ago. And I thought. There was nothing. I want a blue moon. Yeah. So I, there was no line. I yeah. walked right up. Bought a blue moon. I was like, I'm happy. Yeah. It's pretty. I've got a beer. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. 20 years ago, you were just hoping to get through the game without, you know, drinking the entire handle out of your locker. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, the Mississippi State Kentucky coverage this week is brought to you by Russell's Reserve Bourbon. And Long Branch bourbon underneath the Wild Turkey mm-hmm. portfolio. We will have the uh, the private selection bottles at Briarwood Wine and Spirits before you know it. Looking forward to it. As soon as it get, it'll sell out in one day. But as soon as they get there, we'll let you know. And Kessler Prime will be pouring it over the holidays because Scott got some too. And that's going to be uh, a lot of fun for you to taste what we tried up in bourbon country. In July. Wow, what am I drinking? That Speaking too. of what we drink and this some is of our si- great This sponsors. is not to mix with Coke. No. <laughs> this is sipping, <laughs> sipping one rock, neat, maybe a little water, a ribeye on the grill, or whatever you do. That's what this is. I'm mix. I'm doing Russell's Good. and RC Cola. It's not what Kevin did when he grabbed my 50th anniversary Four Roses <laughs> bourbon at a party we had. A couple years ago and drank it. Hey, you pay for it. You can drink it however you like. That's what I say. Four, five hundred, six hundred bucks, maybe even more probably on the third party bourbon market. Speaking of our great sponsors and what we drink, we added Oklahoma to the SEC. In 2012, we added Missouri to the SEC. Well, guess what? Oklahoma and Missouri just got added to the Yingling Lager distribution list. That's right. You can now get Yingling Lager in Oklahoma and Missouri when wow. you go on your SEC road trips. I love that. That just announced this morning. So Yingling now being offered in Oklahoma and Missouri. So and in Jackson, Mississippi. That's the power of the Out of Bounds show right there. That is the power of the Out of Bounds <laughs> show. Okay, let's switch gears here. I want I want the Let's do the Dave Bartu audio, okay? Uh, Bartu was talking about a, a, lot, you know, a lot of stuff. He runs his mouth. He's a crazy man. But he joined us a couple of days ago. It was a good interview. He went deep dive in the Hell State and Ole Miss football. You know he loves Leach and Kiffin. He believes that both were, were really good hires. Blown away with Kiffin's turnaround. And really can't compare it to anything else. But we're going to do a little Levy, right? A little Jeff Levy? It's Kiffin with a little bit of okay, Levy. Okay, it's yeah. Kiffin mixed in with Jeff Levy. This is Dave Bartu. 
Oh, well, I mean, we talked about it last week, right? I mean, I think the most impressive thing for Lane so far is the turnaround in his career. Uh, Tennessee, USC, I mean, everywhere he was at, it was under expectations, under the talent. Then he shows up at FAU, and he drops three straight top recruiting classes for him. Uh, He goes through a number of players, goes through a number of coaches. Offensive efficiency stays high. Defensive efficiency is solid. His coach staffing that he was doing um, was was better than he'd ever done before. So somehow, the the whole thing, the, the the tide flipped at FAU, and it got really good. But uh, me being stubborn to the numbers, I'm like, well, it can't stay good. It's got to regress. Uh, it hasn't. It, it is probably the best turnaround in coaching from bad to good that I've seen in 20 years of doing this. And, you know, what he's been doing at Ole Miss, look, look at, you know, it's, this is year four. Is that year right? Three. Year three. Okay. But he's he cycled through coaches. Okay. He lost DJ, DJ Durkin. And now he has Partridge and Crumb, still top 20 defense. Okay. Um, offensively, he lost an NFL quarterback in Corral and hasn't missed a beat. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, he's going to lose Levy. Dude, we talked about this in the show. Levy never called plays. And he and, he, and he's a huge <laughs> – well, no. Well, why are we laughing about it? I mean, he hadn't called plays. And that's why it was a huge red flag. Everybody at Oklahoma was like, woo, we got Roof, who is used to 50 plays a game and is barely above average, paired with an offensive coordinator that wants to run 80 plays a game, and he's never done it in his life. And so there was a high risk of being crappy. And guess what? They're freaking crappy. Okay, you're talking about bottom 20 scoring efficiency in all of college football the last three games. It's horrible. There's no fix to it right now. Um, but I digress. Uh, we're talking about Lane and what a great job he has done, uh, specifically in the coaching side of it. Recruiting is maintained. You know, he's used the transfer portal to his advantage, but not overly to his advantage. I think transfer portal use is overblown. You do it too much, it's bad. Same thing in the NFL. You got too many starters, your franchise is no good. So I think he's managed both of those very well. I think coaching, staffing, he is very underrated. I'd love to know who the guy is that is pulling the strings for his staffing. I want to meet that guy. Uh, but overall, you know, it's it's hard to not say that in the last six years, not just at Ole Miss, in the last six years, is he not a top ten overall head coach? He staffing, is. recruiting, and on-field results? Convince me is. otherwise. All right. There you go. That's day bar two on Kiffin and how he um, performed under expectations and under the talent at Southern Cal and Tennessee. Does the reboot at Alabama. Uh, was really good at Florida Atlantic and now has been really good at uh, Ole Miss. Now, we interesting text here that just Landed, all right? Ag Up Equipment, John Deere Tractor Text Line, 601-885-3776. Around this conversation, we're going to give away a a blue goat shirt. Oh, it happens to have the number 10 on it. Y'all can figure it out. Don't know what that means. Yeah, we gave away one maroon and white goat shirt with number 15 on it. I think most of y'all are smart. Uh, But best text around this wins a uh, blue goat shirt. Number 10 shirt. We just love the number 10 and, and blue. Just like I just, I love the number 15 and, and maroon and white. Uh, somebody texts in and goes, Bo, 
Kiffin hasn't beat Bama, Auburn, Florida, or Georgia. Now, they haven't played Georgia. Kiffin has avoided and missed Georgia in his first three seasons, which is a beautiful thing for Lane Train. Um, And we've talked about this. Leach pulled the uh, short straw. And he got Georgia year one and year three. This year, too. <laughs> it's incredible. Right? So, uh, there may be a little bit something to that, but his run is remarkable. It is. And he's got a chance to beat Auburn all the way back to the Plains on uh, on Saturday. They are a 15-point favorite. Now, I don't know if I would give up that many points because I may be concerned of Auburn scoring a late touchdown. If they were, let's say, Ole Miss is up 21, and then the the late touchdown gets you, mm. it doesn't mean anything. Can Auburn score touchdowns would be my question. I don't know if they question. can. It would, I guess it would depend on how much Ole Miss subs. To me, the real question is, do we see Kiffin rely on Jackson Dart, or is this going to be a 200-plus on the ground game for Evans and Judkins and whoever else is getting handoffs out of the backfield? Oh, I think that they can do what... I think they can do it both ways. It won't be Vanderbilt. Dart got some nice little swing slants no, and stuff. I mean, they had receivers running yards. six, seven yards yeah. wide open. That screen pass to Mingo for 70 yards. Yeah, I mean, you that, know, those are easy. That's not happening. Auburn's talented in terms of athletic ability. They're just literally the worst thing I've ever seen on offense. Okay. Uh, Gage says, rank your top five. Coaches in college football. Since we put Kiffin up there in that top 10, I guess on I'd the other side. Saban and Dabo, and then it gets real, real weird. Oh, smart. Sorry. What am I thinking? Yes. I would go Saban, Dabo, Kirby. Four and five could be a hell of a debate. Um, With Urban Meyer out of the game and national championship mm. coaches. Mm-hmm. I would not put Lincoln Riley there. I would not put Ryan Day there. I think oh. that's that's the typical lazy national college football media or college football fan. Lincoln Riley, uh, in fact, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin would be well ahead of Lincoln Riley oh. and Ryan Day oh. on the list. And you can make an argument that both of our coaches in state are top 10 overall with what they've accomplished. Um, now, you may have them on the back end. I don't care where you put them, 8, 9, 10, whatever. But uh, I wouldn't put James Franklin over either one, either coach in the state. I wouldn't put Jim Harbaugh. And they're good coaches. You could say, Bo, it's a push. This guy does this better. This guy does this better. Uh, Brian Kelly's a hell of a football coach. At, at Notre Dame and his other two stops, and he'll get LSU going. Steve Sark, I just got a text on Steve Sark. Really? Really? I need, somebody needs to redo the coffee this morning. I, I, you need a, you need more ice in your Dr. Pepper. I, I can't even go there. Good gravy. Yeah, the top three are Saban, Dabo, and Kirby, and then it gets real weird and dicey. We are the Out of Bounds Show. We're brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. The official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi.